following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Andrew, I you told me that you were just, just scrolling through Instagram and you were just getting really bored. I, you know what I was? It's just that simple scrolling. Didn't really have anything to do. So just scroll, 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 scroll all the way through. And then, I don't know, something just hit me that I just want to know more interesting facts about history in world history and history in America. But I just don't know where to find fun, interesting facts about it. Andrew, you are in such luck because I just discovered this new Instagram page and it is called The Amazing History with Harold. So make sure you go check that out on Instagram. uh, This guy, Harold Peebles, is like a historian, apparently, and he will post uh, just these great he'll take one thing like the first one that he did was about george washington and he'll just tell you all these amazing obviously completely true not made up whatsoever for comedic purposes facts about these different things in history uh american history or just a, hist- a world history pop culture history oh, man it's a fun follow andrew so i encourage you to go to the amazing history with harold check it out wherever you get your instagrams <laughs> That is so awesome. Now I can learn fun, interesting facts while scrolling through Instagram. I can't thank you enough, Johnny. You're welcome. And make sure what you tell your friends about this, and you'll be the smartest kid at the ball when you bring up these amazing facts about our history. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Retroactive Sports Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Lenz, and joining me always is the wonderful, always delightful, Mr. Johnny Townsend. Wait, Andrew, I got, I got to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Oh, I know you're in the middle wait. of the sentence. I got to interrupt. This is really important. Uh, yeah. We're being, uh, I got to interrupt you for this sponsor that I am obviously not making up, and that, of course is pizza hut welcome back pizza hut uh, the new yorker pizza it's delicious and it's just a it's just the greatest pizza on the earth thank you pizza hut for sponsoring this show even though you don't you don't know that you're sponsoring this show i'm sorry i interrupted you but it was important to get that out there <laughs> they sponsoring the whole show <laughs> uh no just the segment that i just talked about there okay yeah the big new yorker though is much better than the domino's brooklyn I've noticed. Oh, I haven't tried the Brooklyn. I do want to try it just to compare. No. But uh, I did get a New Yorker pizza since the last uh, episode of this. And uh, I am pleased as punch, as they say down here in the South, pleased as punch to say that I enjoyed it quite a bit. Probably a bit too much. You don't mean honest. You know what I noticed they had on it? Is they had the old world pepperoni that, like, yes, when you cook, when you cook. Yes. Yes, that's that was what I've been missing. That's a superior pepperoni on a pizza, in my opinion. I I go to work every day and tell people this, and they're like, "No, our pepperoni's fine here." I'm not going to mention who that is, but and I'm like, <laughs> "No, no, it's not. No, you need it's open- it's okay, it's okay." You- but it's just something about how those particular 
uh, pepper of the Ronies are on the New Yorker pizza, how it just complements the everything on that pizza perfectly. It gives it a little bit of a crunch too that it, it needs. And it's just uh, everything about it is just uh, it's just mwah, chef's kiss. The old world pepperoni is the best. Yes, agreed. Completely agree. And I think that's what put it over the edge from other. I don't, I don't want to say fast food pizza. In my mind, it's fast food pizza. Other I, pizza chain. Major, major chain pizza, major chains. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the vi- diversity of pepperoni is needed. Yes. I, I think so too. I think so too. Uh, but that's so that's what we're talking about today on the retroactive sports podcast. <laughs> it's pizza. <laughs> yeah, we're our review of the uh, New Yorker pizza from Pizza yeah. Hut. <laughs> no, no, no. We are talking about a game that changed, I would say, how we view sports. Oh yeah, as a, as a whole in everything, and that is whether you want to call it the Heidi game or the Heidi Bowl, but it is change the direction of making sure you get to finish your game and 60 minutes will be on after <laughs> yes when the game is over i've just used- yeah the story the story behind this and we'll get into it obviously is quite incredible and you can think this instance for the fact that you can watch a live sporting event now and get to watch the whole thing no matter what <laughs> yes without well yeah, without them cutting it off. So unless you're WCW trying to do a pay per view. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was WCW. In their defense, through. in their defense, they're like uh, the story behind that is back then in the nineties when wrestling and well boxing a lot of them would have pay per views. You were actually given a hard time amount of time to put on your show, and after that, they were going to cut you off no matter what, and they told you that. And if you're making a wrestling show, uh, you got to be very aware of of that in that time period of, hey, we got to end by this time. But they've been building up this big match between Goldberg, who was major at this time, and DDP, who was also major at this time. And I was looking, uh, a young Johnny Townsend was looking forward to this wrestling pay-per-view and even paid money, his own money that he earned from working at a grocery store to watch said pay-per-view only for this pay-per-view to end pretty much right as that match was getting started at the end because they had overrun their time. (laughs) I can tell you right now, Bret Hart will not be listening to this episode of the podcast now that you mentioned Goldberg. I know. I am ashamed. Well, I'm not ashamed because when you're a kid coming up in this stuff, you know, I was at the right age. I was like a a teenager just getting into pro wrestling hardcore, and Goldberg was my dude because I was a WCW guy through and through at the time. And I really wanted to know who was next. (laughs) <laughs> well it was Bret Hart and it was one of the because <laughs> Bret Hart yeah. reminds us every single day every chance he gets he I'm reminds pretty sure us. he's like paying for groceries and he's like you know Bret Hart's a terrible wrestler right sir I just told you it was going to be $47.67 <laughs> you mean Goldberg is a terrible wrestler yeah. uh, Bret Hart thinks he's the greatest wrestler of all time Goldberg Goldberg. Actually, you don't we're so far off topic, but I gotta mention that I forgot who they used it, but they called somebody Grill Monsoon called somebody else the excellence of execution in WrestleMania three. Yeah, I rewatched WrestleMania three. 
No, I get it, man. I rewatched those too. I'm a big fan of But it wasn't the because stuff. of the Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant match. It was, I wanted to see JYD versus Harley Race. As anyone would. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> you mean for the only, you didn't want to see the quote unquote on the first time ever, ever that Andre the Giant got body slammed? Even though, side note, he got body slammed all the time. Like, all the time. Hogan himself had even body slammed him before already. There was two guys in there because Harley Race got him too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about the Heidi game. Yes. <laughs> now, Andrew, uh, in a nutshell, how would you describe this event? Uh, something that it definitely probably happened once, but also, like I said, showed uh, NBC how much people actually cared about football at this point. And should never happen ever or shouldn't never have happened. But when you got to play a movie because somebody spent major bucks on. There was a contract. Yes. There was a contract and everything. Yeah. Sponsorships or sponsor one sponsor. And it wasn't the big New Yorker. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) One big sponsor. And then also 1960s football. It was kind of get big but it wasn't too big i would say it's on the brink right yeah baseball is still king at this point yes yes baseball still king you're in basketball this is kind of the still celtics territory really yeah and uh, it's kind of being dominated uh and if you're Celtics fan, that's amazing but if you're one of the other teams then you're like i'm kind of bored of this and i think Uh, hockey still only has six teams because I think yeah, so, or 67 uh, or 69, that's when they actually expanded. But so this right is now, 19, this is that's right before then, because this is 1968. I can't, yeah, I can't remember when they started to expand. I think it was 67. So uh, hockey just expanded, and they're still kind of like the redheaded stepchild of sports, like, hey, we're here too. And everybody, yeah, that's that's how I felt for a while about basketball because uh, when I was growing up, it was definitely. Before Jordan really got big, it was uh, baseball and football were the kings, for sure. I mean, we had Magic and Larry. I'm saying we like I like I'm part of NBA basketball, but uh, you know the NBA wow. had Magic and Larry, and that really helped them a bit, obviously a lot. But when Jordan kind of takes over, then it knocks it to another stratosphere. You so are really helped it take number two. Somebody the other day was like, "Hey, what's your Mount Everest of uh, NBA?" And I was like, "Okay, you know, like Kareem, Jordan, Bird, Johnny Townsend." I just feel yeah. like all those names <laughs> go together. It just it just works all together. Uh, from your lips to God's ears. <laughs> but, but yeah, this is as Picard would say, "Make it so." Yeah. <laughs> but this game is, I think. If you talk to a younger fan or somebody that doesn't really know too much about NFL history, they're like, no, that would never happen. Yeah. So let, so I'll set, I'll, set, I'll set this up for you, Andrew. All right. Let's pretend like you're a younger fan. Okay. Uh, let's say you're in your mid-20s. Let's just say Ooh. mid-20s. All right. Uh, good old mid-20s. Back when my body didn't hate myself. Uh, mid-20s. I'm going to tell you, Andrew, hey, did you know, Andrew, that uh, – in the late 60s, there was this football game against two heavyweights, really, teams who were really battling it out 
And in fact, would actually meet later on again in another major game. But uh, this is a major game. A lot of people want to see who won. But uh, this game was getting close. And all of a sudden, as you're watching it, uh, this movie just starts playing. <laughs> I would not believe it. That would be- but it's okay. They'll tell you the score while still they'll, they'll scroll the score of the of the game as the movie's playing underneath so you know who won. And that's, well, we'll get into that too, because that's the crazy thing is not everybody was like, hey, we're going to stick around to watch this movie. It's it's and two that, di- it's two vastly different audiences. <laughs> and the other thing too is it's not like you could flip on ESPN at this point. Right, or, yeah. Or highlights or anything. Like they, yeah, this is, yeah, cable's not a thing really now during no, this time. There's. The three networks, whether it's NBC, ABC, and CBS. Yeah, because Fox just, isn't even around yet. No. During this. Yeah. And they're all just battling each other, saying, you know, oh my, we're going to, you know, we got to upscale somebody. But let's get into it here. Uh, all right. Let's, so let's, I think we should do this. I'm yeah. going to let you set the stage for what football is like in 1968. And then okay. I'm going to set the stage for what television is like in 1968. Sounds perfect. So football at this point is two is two leagues. You have the old school NFL. You know, these are been around for only about 48 years since 1920. And they are still that same old simple, you know, run the ball, maybe pass the ball, some big stars. And then there's this upstart league known as the AFL, the American Football League. And at this point, they're pretty much about to merge. And the AFL is way different than the NFL. AFL uses a different ball. They have the two-point conversion before the NFL did. And oh, they had that podcast? Were... <laughs> well, that's, that's incredible. <laughs> Great podcast. It's... Go check it out. <laughs> so you have all of this. And right Wait, now... Andrew, are you on that podcast anymore? No. No. Oh, then that podcast can go screw itself. <laughs> no, I, I, Wait, I probably have friends on there, so I'll take that uh, back. Let's see. Who's left on there? They just do the one. They're going to only do pickums starting next season. Ah, just like me and my nose. <laughs> so you got Jack. You got Walker. I like Jack. I don't know Walker. And... Texas Ranger? No. Uh, so when I'm in Texas, I don't have to look behind me. He looks like a red-haired Anthony Michael Hall. I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> you got Jack's brother David, and then you got the Boyd. Okay, yeah, I know, I know the oh, Boyd. And then yeah. you know Matt Johnson leads leads the charge. Oh, if Matt's doing it, then I'm okay with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got I got wished on the best endeavors, and then I got my severance pay was the old two point conversation Facebook page. So oh, I thought, uh, that's not too bad. We'll that's take not it. Bad at all. That's not bad at all. But please we'll take it. go check them out. Go check them out. They're still. Yes. There. Yes. They let me on there every once in a while, despite my lack of knowledge <laughs> and my love of Jake DeLome. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to do some football on here that you're going to go on there and you're just going to tear everybody up. And then they're, I can't wait to show them my stuff when it comes to football knowledge, <laughs> but that's, that's pretty much where it's at is these two teams are about to merge. We just had what the, quote two first two super bowls quote because at this point they're by the wonderful lovely name of the nfl afl championship game because that just rolls off the tongue yes 
<laughs> and at this point, the NFL is dominating the AFL, even though the AFL has some, you know, some stars. The first big blow was Joe Namath signing with the Jets. Joe Namath was the hot property coming out of college, and the Jets got him. They paid him a boatload of money, and that's who we got in this. But that's pretty much 1960s NFL is the AFL being the NFL's little brother and saying, hey, we're good enough in everything else. And some people kind of liked the AFL, I'm not going to lie, because of the passing compared to just running. I think it was all just a preference, but they're working on merging, which they would end up doing, and the first season where they where they were actually merged was 1970. So it's just right before it, really. This is, yeah, this is... We'll get into... Because I don't want to spoil what happens to the Jets at the end of the season. <laughs> I'm sure it's something great. Yeah. yeah. So that that's that's something for later. But that is pretty much NFL in 19, 1960s right now is these two leagues are saying, hey, we're cool. Let's, you know, let's merge. Let's do something. If you ask Al Davis, though, the AFL should have just destroyed the NFL. It's a it's a wacky WCW WWF point of period. But yes. But the AFL so let's, wasn't so let's, things up. So let's discuss television during this yes. time. TV, again, we already kind of said this before, uh, was more common now. A lot more people had it. And uh, it was, but there was, when I say uh, very little channels, there were very little channels. You pretty much had just your big main ones, like Andrew said earlier. So getting any sort of TV time for your stuff was uh, a major deal. It was premium time. There weren't many choices, so there's a good chance that a lot of uh, you're gonna have a large audience watching whatever you're showing on your TV. Live sports weren't even really common uh, back then. You would have them, obviously, because we're talking about one here now. But uh, you know, just using again, I'm coming. I'm the basketball guy. You know, the NBA, like important playoff NBA games, were pre-taped. Like they would tape them and show them later. They weren't even shown live, which sounds insane. I remember when I first found that out, I was like, what? That's <laughs> that's crazy. But that's just how it was. And another thing that was huge, it's not near as big now. I mean, Lifetime still does it, especially when it's like Christmas time. But the made-for-TV movie yes. was major during the 60s and 70s. I probably even throw in the 80s there. Yeah. Uh, you had a lot of your uh, after-school specials. You had your made-for-TV movies. A lot of your big TV stars would get asked to do these made-for-TV movies, and they were a big deal because, uh, you know, again, premium time. So getting one of these movies, that they would actually have bidding wars for these movies to show on their TV station. Because this is also during a time when, yes, there were big Hollywood movies and stuff, but this is kind of... Before the blockbuster, this is before Jaws. This is before, uh, you know, Star Wars. Like that, those would come later. So uh, that going to the movies for an event movie didn't really happen yet. It's also before that. So most people are like, "Hey, the family's going to gather around the one TV because to have more than one TV was such a luxury." <laughs> I still remember when I was a kid, and I got. 
for Christmas one year, I got my NES, and I was very, very happy. But I also got a used black and white small television to play my NES on, and I wore that thing out. That's but a, I was very excited. That's a humble brag there. I know, I'm sorry. I need to calm down. <laughs> but that's kind of where TV's at during this time. So when a major movie like Heidi, which is the movie we're discussing today, a made-for-TV movie named Heidi, it had a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Word of mouth. A lot of uh, people really wanted to show this movie on their network. It was This movie was a big deal for made-for-TV films. It was based on a novel. I'll get more into it later, but it's based on a novel, and it had some, at that time, some pretty good names behind it, too. Uh, a couple that will absolutely shock you. <laughs> also, there's no VCR. That's Correct. No DVRs. So it's something like Heidi or the made-for-TV movie. You missed it. You missed it. You missed it. <laughs> yeah. it. It might come out next year. It might not. You You missed it. You're not renting it from the video store. You are not doing anything of that. You are like, you missed it. Your friends yeah. are like, hey, did you catch Heidi? And you're gonna be like, no, because my dad wanted to watch Bonanza. I <laughs> do that in there for you. Thank you. I am a Bonanza guy. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said Gunsmoke, but I figured you'd be like, what about Bonanza? So I made sure. I, put <laughs> I like Gunsmoke too. I like any of those old westerns. They kind of appeal to me. <laughs> That's my grandpa's fault. So you're, this is definitely the way that we describe it. It's, it's, it's a WrestleMania thing. It's a, what, what, what scene it's an old school ideology versus a new school where sports, especially football in the new, in the new ideology is we could do this. We could get advertising, but the old ideology is, Hey, here is this made for tv movie we need to push this this is going to bring in advertisements yes and again as i was saying uh, they needed to have just to show these made for tv movies they would have contracts for them and these contracts just like any other tv contract and you hear a lot about them now was when like a you know nfl or the nba or whoever is up for a new contract you hear about it all the time like oh this is what we're going to do and this stuff like that so this made for tv movie had some clauses in it were like, hey, you have to show this movie at this certain time uh, because this is the ideal time for people to watch television. We want as many people as possible to watch this. You must show this movie at this time. Timex paid, I can't remember how much they paid. I think $175,000, which 1968 is a good chunk of change. Yes. Yeah. To be the only commercial aired during Heidi. Wow. They were the only ones. Nobody else. But so and I just and I just love that even if what happened didn't happen, you're going from an audience of people who are watching football uh, just right after, hey, we're gonna play this movie called Heidi. We hope you stick around. <laughs> I am sure there's some people who would like I'm who would be intrigued by both. I mean, there's always gonna be a cross section. But you were just just thinking in general terms. Those are two very different audiences. I could when I when I think about that, I think of like the Wonder Years, where like the dad is watching football, and then all of a sudden they all have to gather around the TV. Yeah, but the dad maybe will like read his paper again or something. I don't know why I'm getting into pipe smoking because I remember my grandfather smoking a pipe. 
but well, that, was a, that was a, yeah, I know what yeah, you're talking about. So, setting the scene, setting yeah, the scene. Yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what I imagine. Yeah, I think it, of the Goldbergs, the early episodes of the Goldbergs. The dad, you know, there's only one TV. Yeah, and the whole family, like that's how it was at my house too for the longest that's, time. That's why I had to watch Sleeping with the Enemy. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I've seen a lot of, a lot of, um. Uh, Oh, uh, Guiding Light. I've seen quite a bit of Guiding Light growing up. <laughs> you had to watch what they were watching. Yeah, that was Mom's soap opera, so uh, that was the one that I watched quite a bit. But we got a game here, and starting off is is the Jets and the Raiders, AFL game. Heavy, heavy rivalry. Uh, probably the two biggest name quarterbacks at this time in there is and uh, Joe Namath and the Mad Bomber, Daryl LaMonica. And the Raiders are coming into the season fresh off of a Super Bowl II, as I put quotes around it, Super Bowl II loss. And like I said, the Jets are very up and coming with Mr. Broadway, Joe Namath. And so this is a battle. This is two big-time rivals. I don't think the rivalry is as big as it is today because the Jets and the Raiders aren't very good, but... They they're they're battling and they're going they're going at it and it's seesaw seesaw back and forth and then the Jets kick a field goal. I'm going to put I just had that kicker's name with a minute five left and at this point NBC execs are like this game is not going to end at seven like we promised everybody. We- yeah, at, at this time too. Uh, they had said like no football game had ever gone as long as this one. So it was a big shocker to everybody. Yes. <laughs> well, the, they were looking at it too, is that there was a bunch of, there's going to be a lot of incomplete passes at this point, different rules. I'm not going to get into it. I'm pretty sure if Matt's listening to this, he's rolling his eyes <laughs> as I mentioned different eras, but <laughs> different rules. You could shut down guys different ways than you can now. So there was a lot of incomplete passes, incomplete pass. You stop the clock, a lot of things of that nature. So the the Jets are winning 32 to 29. And then all of a sudden with, I believe, under a minute left, they're like, oh, it's seven o'clock. Switch it to Heidi. And a lot of people were like, what do we do? What, what Are we <laughs> going? Are we not going? But they were like, you know what? Nobody's saying anything. Press the button. Heidi starts, the game starts, and nobody gets to see the miraculous ending of this game as uh, the Jets kick the ball off. Daryl LaMonica throws throws a 43-yard touchdown pass to Charlie Smith. Then on the kickoff, as the Raiders kick it off, not only is now are they still up by four, but they spoil all the chances of the of the Jets even coming back as two Jets players collide and they fumble and the Raiders pick it up and score a touchdown to score two touchdowns in under a minute and win the game 43 to 32. <laughs> and nobody really saw this unless you were like at the stadium and I believe on the West Coast. Nobody saw this. That's right. It was so... Infamous, tell the story about the player who went home and his dad uh, was talking so, to him. That's my favorite story of this. <laughs> so the Jets player I mean, was Johnny Sample, I do believe. Yeah. That's like a piece of that's like a piece of me. 
His dad picks him it's up. It's a Johnny he... sample. <laughs> you know, I was gonna get a joke there. So his dad picks him up from the airport, and he's like, "He's like, why are you so sad? You guys won. You should be happy." He's like, "No, we did win." And this is what you're. T- this is the greatest example of with the Heidi game. You know, not a lot of people. A lot of people turned it off. Like, ugh, it's done. And he's like, "No, we we lost by two touchdowns because they came back to beat us." <laughs> so nobody knew. And the only reason why people actually knew the Raiders won was because at a wonderful part of the movie where this uh, crippled girl or handicapped girl is learning how to walk, they decide to flash <laughs> 20 minutes after the game. They yeah. decide to flash the score of the game saying, hey, you guys missed this miraculous thing. But we're oh, hey, by the way, this happened. Yeah, yeah. this is it. You're not going to probably see the highlights anywhere. Don't worry. This and happened. I bet and I bet most people who had stuck around and were uh, going from the football game watching how they were like, well, they must have gotten that wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> NBC's phone lines blew up to the point where it clogged up uh, NYPD's like or the emergency lines and everything else. That is how bad it, people were just yeah. outraged that they just turned off Heidi or they turned off this game to so you could watch Heidi and as a sports fan, I, I, I could, I feel for these people. I feel for these. Yeah. People. But as a Heidi fan, like I am, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to tell you to shove it. <laughs> Would you just turn this off? And this also bumped. Heidi was so big that it bumped a preempted Disney program as well. That's how that's big. A, that's, that's, that's big time. This so, let, my- so let's let's talk about why Hottie's big though, oh. because your boy did some research. I I, I knew you would handle the NFL part. Yeah. I was like, I I'm going to handle the Heidi part. That's that's what Johnny can do. So in 1880, there was a novel named Heidi called Heidi by Joanna Spiri or Spiri. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. And in 1968. A made-for-TV film by the same name was a huge deal for NBC. They'd really fought to get this, like I said in the contracts we said earlier. And it starred actress Jennifer Edwards, who was the stepdaughter of Julie Andrews and the daughter of Blake Edwards, by the way. And the score of this movie, which is a part that blew me away the most. Do you know who did the score of this of this made-for-TV film? No. John me. Williams, the John Williams. I was so shocked with this. I was like, no, that's got to be like a, that's probably John Williams can be a, a common name. Maybe there's another guy, but no, it's the same one. Uh, it's, it's the John Williams when it comes to scores. So my favorite thing would be if somebody could go back and put parts of this movie, but to like the Star Wars, because <laughs> if you listen to the score of this movie, it's very much not any of that stuff. <laughs> It's, uh, the movie itself definitely has a uh, sound of music type vibe. It's not a musical, but the gist of it is this little girl named Heidi, her parents had died and her aunt was taking care of her or aunt, depending where you're from. Uh, and uh, her aunt, aunt had met a man and basically he said, hey, I want to marry you, but uh, you got to get rid of this girl. So. She dropped pretty much just abandons this poor little girl 
who seems as sweet as she could be, honestly. I don't know why he would like she seems really like a really cool kid and just drops her off at her grandfather's. And of course, it's to tell his oldest time injury where there's an old lonely man and he's, you know, he's like, he's just always angry. He's contagious, as they say. But of course, the little girl starts slowly, uh, you know, warming his heart, as they say. That is the gist of this movie. There is uh, my favorite. I've only seen half an hour of it. And I will just here's a just a thing. I will not be watching any more of it. But in this half an hour, I hadn't even got to the poor uh, girl who's in a wheelchair. I hadn't even got to that part yet. But uh, <laughs> when she's dropped off at a grandfather's, he basically lives in the mountains. And their neighbors, it's this kid and his mom who's blind. But uh, this kid, like, uh, I forgot his name. But he, he and Heidi become fast friends, right? And he's like a shepherd. He kind of takes care of goats, mountain goats and stuff. So they're hanging out, and the boy's like, man, I'm getting hungry. And Heidi goes, I, I didn't bring anything. I'm hungry, too. He goes, he goes, I know what we can do. No. And in another way that this film relates to Star Wars, probably our favorite Star Wars movie of all the Star Wars movies. You remember when Luke drinks the, the blue milk mm-hmm. <laughs> straight, oh. from the, straight from the teat? Wait. <laughs> like, he doesn't. It one of the greatest scenes in made for TV film history. He goes up to this goat, gets behind this goat, grabs it by the teat, and squirts the milk from the teat directly into his mouth and into her mouth. <laughs> I am not making this up. I was dumbfounded. And this scene lasts way too long, too, by the way. It just keeps going. There it is. <laughs> I just looked it up. <laughs> yeah. It's so gross. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that boy was Luke Skywalker before Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Let's look up Heidi Goat scene. <laughs> Well, my first thought was because he walks over to this goat when he says he's hungry. Goes, oh gosh, he's going to butcher that goat. And I, that's goat. what I thought you were going to go with, but you know what? I think I'd but rather nope. be the butchering <laughs> of the goat. He legit, literally takes that poor goat's of uh, whatever you want to call those, and it's where the milk comes from, and squirts it direct and aims it and squirts it directly into his mouth and into her mouth. Because he's a really good friend. <laughs> Jeez. Andrew, if we were... if we were... I No, Johnny. No. 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 Just I know where you're going. No. I'll, like, cut uh, my hands. I'll cut my hands or something. You are not just... Because I just watched... I didn't even, like, watch, watch the scene. Yeah. I All thought we were better friends. YouTube, you know, like, they show the preview thing? Kind yeah. Of sometimes if you put your mouse over it. All it is is him underneath a goat, like squeezing it, and then her opening up her mouth, and you just see the milk. Oh, and it's all over his face too, by the way. Oh, jeez. It's... <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, that's. I I just want to point out that Andrew is legit one of my closest pals, and uh, this hurts me deeply that you wouldn't do that for me because I would do that for you, Andrew. 
if you I, were starving and I was like, you know I, what? I got to go over here. <laughs> cup your hands. <laughs> cup your hands. I think I would rather hear the thing where he butchers the goat and then <laughs> they cook it <laughs> than that. So I kind of think I have this conspiracy that John Williams, when he was scoring this, this made for TV film, he's like, I'm going to put this scene in the, in the memory banks. And years later, when they're redoing Star Wars in the 2010s, I'm going to bring this up. But I need the milk to be blue and from some <laughs> <Yes>. weird <laughs> animal thing that just props itself up against the rock. Yeah, perfect. But that's Hottie in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they interrupted uh, a very important sports game for was this made-for-TV film, Heidi. Yes. And what this is, is today, is this is why you don't get to see animation domination or 60 minutes until your NFL games are done. Yeah. And in fact, because I was a big... Or any. Well, man, I, I still love those, but I watch them on Hulu now when later... But before that, I was a big Simpsons and and uh, early seasons of Family Guy guy, and uh, that was obviously on the animation Sundays. Uh, but what they would do is like, we're just not going to show the new ones during football season, mm-hmm. just in case. And that was smart. That is why we don't have any of that. And it's written, written in TV contracts for NCAA I believe they were saying like NBA, pretty much any major pro sport that the game must be shown in completion before you can move on to your next scheduled program. Now they will. Uh, the only time they'll interrupt it is obviously if like some major news event. Yeah. But the other thing would be for like another sporting event of the same kind. In other words, if like if there's an NBA game and it's kind of a runaway, like if another team's blowing another team out mm-hmm. and there's only like a minute left, they'll go ahead and cut to the next NBA game they had on the schedule to show. But that's that's about it when it comes to that. Other than that, you're going to get the full the full thing. So you don't miss out on <laughs> what happened here. And as I was alluding to, uh, the Jets this season actually met the Raiders again in the AFL championship game and they ended up beating the Raiders and then going on to a Super Bowl three, which was a very pivotal Super Bowl. It was name. It's guarantee where they beat the heavily favored Baltimore Colts in Super Bowl three, which a lot of people really thought they were talking about the merger, which a lot of people really said this game, that Super Bowl forced the merger onto the NFL. Cause they were like, wow, the AFL pulled this one off and they actually yeah. this game. And Joe Namath, that's kind of the, I mean, he was already a big name, but I think it really started to make people turn their heads. Like, Hey, this guy's something. Yeah. <laughs> There's something here, man. Dude. Something here. He's Broadway <laughs> Joe. It's Broadway Joe. First. Yeah. Uh, first this of- really reminded me of in the nineties is a very famous game between the Knicks and the Pacers. And uh, if they had cut this that game off early for me for TV movie, right before Reggie Mil- Miller single handedly hits like f- three threes in a minute <laughs> to to change the the dynamic of the game, you would never know that happened. <laughs> no. We would never know the great rivalry between Reggie Miller and Spike Lee. That's right. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts of that. <laughs> 
but that is that is the Heidi game or Heidi Bowl, whatever you want to call it, in a nutshell. Yeah. And how it changed the way that we view pro sports today. That's right. So let's, uh, of course, as of when this comes out, the actual, I don't know why I said actual, but the NFL Super Bowl yes. will be happening. Andrew, prediction, who's winning? Uh, this would, yeah, because this would come out right right around after that. Um, You know what? I really don't. I'm going to go Chiefs. I really don't have any skin in this game, just as long as the Bills don't make it. <laughs> and they didn't. I know that much. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, North Carolina made you with all of his friends from Western New York. I'm pretty sure. He I was well aware. Ask. He didn't ask. but they. I never ask. asked, but I found out easily. Yes. Uh, without needing... Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go Chiefs. Uh, just because, you know, I know they have Patrick Mahomes and apparently he's pretty good. <laughs> he, he is pretty good. He is yeah. pretty good. I went I went with who I felt had the better quarterback and who had the better coaching. Yeah. I'm yeah. a big believer in coaching. So me too, me too. So uh we're both predicting the Chiefs Super Bowl win. So no need to watch that game. Watch Heidi instead. <laughs> there you go. Just watch you can it. watch the, the full movie. It's nineteen sixty eight Heidi made for TV. You can find it. The whole thing, it's an hour and 44 minutes long on YouTube. You can find it. You're welcome. What's that instead of the Super Bowl? <laughs> or you could also watch Johnny's other recommendation instead of watching the Super Bowl. You can watch Mac and Me. Yes. Yes. Uh, both of these movies, uh, well, I don't even want to go there, but what, they both have wheelchairs. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> and Mac and Me has a great wheelchair scene. <laughs> One that Paul Rudd constantly would bring up to yeah. Conan O'Brien. <laughs> I think. Oh, speaking of which, uh, no, I'll save that for Nostalgia Funhouse. Oh, check okay. out Nostalgia Funhouse as well. Yeah, check but, out on, we're going to be a weekend filled. Yeah, so check that out. Also, make sure you uh, again go to our Facebook page, the Retroactive Sports Podcast. Uh, Andrew does an amazing job with our social media, and he's always putting up some really cool stuff like appreciation feeds, uh, posts, and stuff like that from players who may not get the love uh, that we feel they deserve. Yeah, I continued that on from uh, Matt Johnson, the founder and co-host of the Two Point Conversation that he so graciously gave me over that Facebook page too with a lot followers so despite the fact that that show's still technically happening <laughs> yeah he he scaled down he's he's scaled down he's scaled down yeah <laughs> but go check out the two-point conversation yeah if you like football they do a great job over there yeah well i think that's about it so hopefully nobody cuts us off from this podcast to get into another one thank you everybody for listening Go check out Heidi. <laughs> <laughs>